Hi, and welcome to an episode of What is Home? Uh, today, I've got my friend Drew Smith here, and we're going to more or less ask the questions once again, what is home, where is home for him, and where he finds community and belonging. Thanks for coming, Drew. You're welcome. I like the setup. Yeah, I've got a really simple setup here going, and it's very college-friendly. By college-friendly, do you mean that this is like a little tripod that probably before this microphone had like a zoom on it, and you're like running around like running around, and getting your nice beach shots? Yeah, basically. Good. Good to know. Could you give everyone listening just kind of a little bit about you? Uh, let's start with, did you grow up in the States? I like that that is a relevant pathway we have to take. Yes, I grew up in uh, Illinois, uh, Morton, Illinois specifically, uh, land surrounded by nothing but cornfields, and I quite literally did grow up on a farm. It's very nice. Lots of, uh, lots of horses. Did you grow up on farmland your whole life until moving off to college? More or less. Um, the earlier parts of my life were a little less farm life. It was a little bit more in town, but um, <laughs> we were never far from a field, but especially pretty much past... 11, 12 years old, I would say my formative years while still at home okay. were very much on a farm. And so you've not really lived anywhere outside of the state of Illinois? No. Always been in central Illinois. And so the furthest I have ever lived before is here in Chicago. So with that kind of in mind, um, I had asked you this before, and this is what I wanted our listeners to really hear. For you, what is home? Home is an interesting question, as I would imagine that you've received a lot of different answers from people. Home for me is always going to be about where I'm at. Like, I live in the city, and I love it. I love the city. I love all the different neighborhoods. Um, I love all the variants. I love everything about it. You never run out of things to do, and everything is bright and loud and active, uh, and it's awesome. But at the same time, I also love the country for what it is that it's quiet and really open and flat. Not much goes on. Um, the culture is wildly different. Definitely very, very, very monoculture. Even in that, I love the quietness of it. So I, I make frequent trips back home, and I can feel at home in both of them. It all depends on where it is or where I'm at. I consider both home because they each have their own purpose. Interesting. So for you, there's not been a sense of detachment ever, like, oh, that's not home. It's always been, you feel at home and belonging in both places. I would say so. I, I never had the experience of, like, coming off to the city and being, and looking around at my high school and being like, I'm leaving you all for the city. Um, <laughs> I, I never had that experience. Uh, it was a product of, this is where the school was that I was going to go to, so... <laughs> But I never had a desire to run away. I guess I never felt like I left my hometown on bad terms. Any misgivings I might have had about it, I think, were the products of, you know, doesn't every junior higher and high schooler think that his town is the absolute worst garbage dump that uh, anyone could ever live in? And then you, like, try to move on to better and brighter things, and you get a little bit older, and then you go back and be like, all right, so there are definitely some parts of this that were a garbage dump, but not all of it. And there's something there to the people, the people that were there, the lives that impacted you uh, while you were there. There's something to that. It feels comforting because I think as you try to basically remake those relationships that do pour into you 
and shape you for the better in your new location, you're oftentimes going back and looking at those previous relationships, almost looking for those again, because you kind of have to start over a little bit. So I wouldn't say that there's any particular discrepancy or any loss uh, of the other from going between the two. See, I think they have their own place. Maybe if I grew up in like from one city to another city, I'd feel a little differently. But just because of the polarization of city versus country, maybe in my own mind, those two options are so polarized that they kind of make sense. Fascinating. You kind of answered um, this in the beginning questions of like, where is home? So mm -hmm. I want to switch that up a little bit and tack into what you've already kind of been describing. But so like what makes home for you? What are some of those key aspects? You kind of touched a little bit into like those friendship pieces, but yeah, what is the thing that makes it feel like home versus I'm at a vacation spot or passing through somewhere? <laughs> I was actually just trying to think, have there been any times that I've like taken a very long card trip and felt like I was home while I was there initially as an example of thinking that ah, no, that's not the case, but actually on second thought, now that I've kind of thinking about it, I remember coming back from a wedding, uh, from one of my good friends that I grew up with, uh, and I was having to drive back down all the way to where my parents live. So Illinois and Wisconsin are longer states than I thought. So that was probably a six hour trip. And I decided I would leave right after the wedding. So I'm like starting this trip. At, so I'm like starting this trip at like 1030. I remember driving through the night because I am me and I have a problem, probably just threw on a like whole queue of podcasts and was just listening to that for like six hours and like stopping for Denny's at a, uh, along the way. And I say, Denny's is never a place that you go to. It's a place that you end up. I think I was just a little north of Kenosha at that point, And it was just, that was an interesting experience. But, you know, that's an extreme example. But I even almost think of like how much I enjoyed that trip, how much I enjoyed that trip. And even how I felt a little bit home in it. The ridiculous scenario of driving home in for a long time, just in a car at night. It was just quiet, learning about something and eating trash along the way. That's probably a ridiculous example. But I think of all the times that I have had people over, that I have had meals either at my apartment or other friends. I almost think that those aren't too different in my mind. Sure, I had to invent the audience with podcasts, apparently. I think I've always seen hospitality and food and home as all interlinked and not really able to be removed from one another. What my apartment looks like is a very accurate uh, reflection of how my mind's doing at the time. My apartment is clean and well-prepared and well-organized and well-presented. I think there's a deeper meaning to that beyond just, I want to impress the people there. I think when I have people over, um, it's very much a reflection of the state of my mind is in a good place, is in a place of peace. You can get people over for multiple reasons. I have always found such a delight in cooking for people, in bringing people together around a table. I didn't get married when I left Moody, so I got out of college and then had to make the decision of, I can either have frozen food for the rest of my life, or I can learn how to cook. And I guess I should figure that out. And in the process of that, I learned that I would argue I'm pretty good at it. And then I learned to just enjoy it so much. It was interesting because then when I got involved in the church um, as like just a single guy, 
in the church, one of the things I noticed was if I want to have active community, have people in my life, you know, I don't get the opportunity of a wife or a girlfriend to just more or less kind of throw at another person and make them feel sorry for us. <laughs> um, I had to put the effort in of learning to cook, learning to be hospitable, understanding what space meant, being able to create a space to allow people to be a part of my home. I think over time I have learned having people be part, having people be active in my home is very, very tied to my sense of self, my sense of sanity. And that could be in my own home. That could be in somebody else's. That could be in somebody else's home. I think it's just they're doing the opposite of what I'm doing. They are sharing their own sense of self and space with us. And, you know, I could move to another apartment and I think that would be the same. It'd be the same thing. I could move to another state and have to figure out how to make friends, but I would still, I would still do that by probably going to church to make those relationships and then inviting people into my home because that's how I see friendships being made. And that's a part of my life that I want to share with people. Does that answer the question? It did. And it kind of answered into like that third question of where do you find community? And you've already kind of touched in basic one of like the church is a good place to kind of start. But how even you found that it's more centered around the table, coming and participating in meals together and Mm -hmm. hospitality. Would you say that that's fairly accurate in your view? And then two, where you would emphasize on encouraging other people to find community in Mm -hmm. times when they shift location or their previous community disappears, etc.? Yeah, I think that's a fair representation of how I think about it. Um, you know, I remember back when I was a student at Moody that the SDR food is just terrible. But I still remember the drive that I had to, I'm going to have to figure out some plasticky scrambled eggs concoction just to get me through this, get me through this breakfast. But I still remember that it was like 7.30. I need to go down because I know there will be people there. Even when the food was terrible that draw to be with other people around a table, I think, was far stronger than the quality of the food that was there. Now, the quality of the food and the space, that that definitely adds a level to the perhaps the comfort or the extension of it. And I think that plays a big part into it. For, like, looking for community, um, I don't know what people do if they, like, don't have a church, like, how they make friends if they move to a new place. I guess you'd probably start with, like, coworkers, but of just being raised a Christian, that's where I immediately look for it. But even beyond that, I remember a project that the missiology professors at Moody had me do. One of the projects that we could do over the course of the semester was we would, every week, we had to go to the same restaurant that was not of our particular ethnic culture, go there every week, and be effectively a regular there, uh, and get to know the staff, get to know perhaps the other diners that might be there at the same time as you. That's where I developed my uh, love of Korean food, because I just happen to end up going to a Korean restaurant regularly. This is great. It's way better than writing a paper on multiple accounts. One, because I figured, well, I get food out of this, and I don't think I quite took the uh, ministry outreach point as seriously in the beginning as I could, but it started to make sense on the back half of it, of like, oh, there there is an outreach aspect of this, of just... It took me a little bit to figure out that I would say I was a guest in that home, the home being almost a more like a culture I was not 
familiar with. I was having to do a lot of asking questions uh, while I was there to understand way before I could even start to hold a conversation of like faith or something beyond ourselves just because there was so much I didn't know. I very much felt like I was welcomed into a home. I'd say that was a side of community that I wasn't hadn't been looking for but I had found and I think a lot, as I understand community I view a lot of it through the realm of coming together over the table with food years and centuries past there was a reason the bar was the community space for a local town it was the bar it was the chapel it was the town square it was a lot of things it drew people together and it was a sense of community coming together and I think that we experience that when we bring people together over the dinner table. Perhaps those are bringing together different cultures. Perhaps those are bringing together different perspectives of people of the same culture. Perhaps it's just continuing to strengthen the bonds of others that currently do exist. I guess I would say I'm a proponent of uh, being able to provide hospitality to others, oneself, and being incredibly exploratory in being a guest in other homes through the avenue of perhaps their cuisine because i think food has a unique power to be able to do that it's a unique equalizer that's very well put yeah well thank you drew for sharing my pleasure it's fun to be two feet from my desk and not doing not actively doing work this is a rare occasion awesome thank you very much and we'll see you all next time Thank <laughs> you.